Welcome to Something Different from OU Torah, where we give you something different for your learning day. There are 613 mitzvahs in the Torah. Some of these are quite familiar to us, like keeping Shabbos and eating kosher. Others are probably much more obscure, like what to do with the first shearing of our sheep or when a zav sits on our hassock. What all of these mitzvahs have in common is that we could probably stand to know a bit more about them. To insist in that endeavor, Rabbi Ian Pear delivered a series at the OU Israel Center on the classic work Minchas Chinuch. For this selection, we have chosen a mitzvah that we're all aware of, but probably know little about. Please enjoy this excerpt from mitzvah number 95, Building the Beit HaMikdash. What I'd like to do is actually read a lot of the Sefer Chinuch this time, uh, because what he does with this particular mitzvah um, is he does a very good survey. I mean, he explains uh, what the purpose of the Beit HaMikdash is. Um, underlying his explanation is actually a question, a question that everyone has to deal with, and it's a theological question. The theological question is, why in the world does God need a physical place, right? If God is everywhere in the world, fills up every single centimeter of space in the world, right? It can't be otherwise. God is everything. Um, the Kabbalists dealt with this problem as well. They said, you can't even create a world because if God is everywhere, there's no room to create something that's not God. Um, so one of their responses is the famous concept of tzintum, of, of retraction, that God, as it were, contracted God's self, so created a space where God doesn't exist, and in that space that God doesn't exist, God created the world. And we're, in a sense, filling that place where God consciously backed away from it. Uh, it doesn't make sense on a logical basis, but we can sort of uh, understand the, the imagery that the, the Kabbalists are using. Of course, this also explains the meaning of Shabbat from their point of view. So God retracts, contracts for six days during the week to allow us to exist, to, for us to create. So we exist in a world where God does, not that God doesn't exist, but God, God's full presence is, is absent so we can be creative. Um, and then come Shabbat, we retract, we contract. And that's what it means. When we rest, what do we do? We then allow God to fill in that space again. So that's what Shabbat is all about from that sort of Kabbalistic point of view. The question that they're asking, though, is the same question when it comes to the Beit HaMikdash, and it's the same question that Shlomo Melech asked. If God is everywhere, how can there be any place in the world where God is somehow more, right? God has to be everywhere in the world and God has to be equal, right? You, there's no such thing as low God and high God. God is consistent. So there should be no difference of God's presence in a particular uh, physical location here or anywhere else in the world. God is God. So that question of why is there a need for God to have a physical domain when God both is everywhere and also God is not physical um, is a question that bothers everyone. And Shlomo Melchias says, the heavens, the highest heavens cannot hold God. So how could a physical place hold God? Um, and the Sefer Chinook does a very good survey of what might be the purpose of the Beit HaMikdash that somehow answers this question. And so we're going to read a lot of his work. Usually we sort of use his work as a jumping off point and then look at what everyone else says outside. But he includes a lot of what other people say about the Beit HaMikdash, about Karbanot in general, that underlying it is this question that I began with. So let's 
begin with the Sefer Chinuch. Um, and as I said, we will try to uh, address a few other points along the way. So Mitzvah Binyan Beit Bechira, it is an obligation to build. That's why this question comes back. If it's an obligation, if it's a the right to commandment to build, so then we have an obligation to build, which means if we have the opportunity to build a temple today, we should. Again, we'll look at this question in more in depth next week, but it seems that it is at the right obligation, and therefore, if we're not building it, uh, we are in violation, or is there some excuse that permits us not to, to build it? Indeed, that's the majority opinion, is that there's an excuse why we do not build it, um, but there are those, for example, the Temple Mount Faithful, uh, who go out and you know, bring a cornerstone every year on, uh, I think it's Kishabov, um, to say we should be rebuilding. Uh, that's their thinking. It's uh, the right to commandment. Leave note, Beit Lashem Hashem, build a house for God, for the purpose of God. Kilomar, Shemiyeh, Makrivim Sham, Karbonatenu, Alav. And therefore, this, the purpose of this house is so that we can bring Karbonat. So already we get a, a hint where the Sefer Chinuch is going. The essential reason for building this Beit HaMegash is for the purposes of Karbonat, um, in order to show our dedication to God. That's also the place where we will appear the three times a year. Uh, we will make ourselves seen. This uh, mitzvah of what we call being seen, right? Ria, Ria, to be seen in the Beit HaMikdash is going to come back at the, near the end of this year when we talk about uh, one of the ways in which a person is supposed to approach the Beit HaMikdash. So it's for the Karbonot, it's for a central gathering point, kibbutz ko Yisrael, that all the Jews should be able to be together in one location, the whole shana. Well, no, the mitzvah of, of coming up ali ala regal, for example, it's, it's true that it's, men have this obligation, but come Pesach time, for example, men and women come up. In fact, the, the Book of Our Heritage, Sefer Todah, talks specifically about one Roman uh, magistrate who wrote about the Ali al on Pesach time. And because more people would come up on Pesach time, because it included everyone, um, he writes that the hills were, they, the, the green hills, normally green hills, appeared as totally white. Why did they appear totally white? Because they were so covered with people coming up dressed in their white or bringing their, their sheep that it was a totally different experience in terms of what it appeared like. Shenemar Vasuli Mikdash. And this is the, the verse, right? This is from Parsha Truma, where God says, uh, Build for me a Mikdash, and I will reside, and I will reside within them or within it. The, the plural, it's Betochem, not Betocho. So it's not, I will uh, dwell within it, which would be the actual Mikdash. But betocham, and therefore the Hebrew is actually very important here because it hints what is the purpose of the Mikdash. It is not so God can dwell in the uh, actual Mikdash, but so that God can dwell betocham in them. And most commentaries say, who is the betocham? The Jewish people. In other words, the Beit Mikdash is fundamentally about not for God, but so that we can experience God, that we can feel God in our midst in a more powerful way. Like what you just heard? Hear the rest of that share and much more on OUTorah.org or by using the OUTorah app 
for iOS and Android.